This is Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. We have another great episode today of Change for Your Dollar, where we have conversations and talk about the blessings and burdens around money and faith and life. I'm your host, John Putnam. Hey, everybody, it is good to be with you today. I hope I find you well wherever you are. And I have been looking forward to sharing this with you. And this one is going to be a little different than most because I want to read a devotional to you from my favorite devotional author, Oswald Chambers, and then make a few observations at the end. And this devotional is based on Luke 11, 1, which reads, Now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. And here is the devotional. Prayer is not a normal part of the life of the natural man. We hear it said that a person's life will suffer if he doesn't pray. But I question that. What will suffer is the life of the Son of God in him, which is nourished not by food, but by prayer. When a person is born again from above, the life of the Son of God is born in him, and he can either starve or nourish that life. Prayer is the way that the life of God in us is nourished. Our common ideas regarding prayer are not found in the New Testament. We look upon prayer simply as a means of getting things for ourselves, but the biblical purpose of prayer is that we may get to know God himself. Ask, and you will receive. That's an excerpt from John 16, 24. We complain before God, and sometimes we are apologetic or indifferent to Him, but we actually ask Him for very few things. Yet a child exhibits a magnificent boldness to ask. Our Lord said, this is Matthew 18, 3, unless you become as little children, ask and God will do. Give Jesus Christ the opportunity and the room to work. The problem is that no one will ever do this until he is at his wit's end. When a person is at his wit's end, it no longer seems to be a cowardly thing to pray. In fact, it is the only way he can get in touch with the truths and the reality of God himself. Be yourself before God and present Him with your problems, the very things that have brought you to your wit's end. But as long as you think you are self-sufficient, you do not need to ask God for anything. To say that prayer changes things is not as close to the truth as saying prayer changes me and then I change things. God has established things so that prayer on the basis of redemption changes the way a person looks at things. Prayer is not a matter of changing things externally, but one of working miracles in a person's inner nature. And as I shared, that is from the devotional titled, My Utmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers, And this was the entry for August 28th. 
I love Chambers' perspective about the purpose of prayer, especially the line that reads, prayer is the way that the life of God in us is nourished. As I read that and thought about it, it made me think about how we physically remain nourished and what are the best practices to do that. In a Harvard Medical School article, it shared that a healthy diet is rich in fiber, whole grains, fresh fruits and vegetables, good or unsaturated fats, and omega-3 fatty acids. These dietary components turn down inflammation, which damage tissue, joints, artery walls, and organs. Going easy on processed foods is another element of healthy eating. Sweets and foods made of highly refined grains and sugar-sweetened beverages can cause spikes in blood sugar that can lead to early hunger. And high blood sugar is also linked to development of diabetes, obesity, heart disease, and even dementia. It goes on to share about the Mediterranean diet meeting all the criteria for good health, that physical activity is also necessary for good health, and finding ways to reduce stress is another strategy that can help you stay healthy and nourished. When I read about all of the steps and the wise decisions that need to be made to stay physically healthy and nourished, I'm contrasted with the idea and the picture that prayer is what nourishes the life of Christ in us. That's what feeds us. That's what hydrates us. That's what nourishes us so that we can be the man or woman that God has called us to be. And when we are healthy spiritually and that life of Christ in us is healthy, it puts us in such a great position to have the impact and to follow him on his plans that he has uniquely for us and in the larger plan that he has for the world. I'd like to share with you 1 Timothy 4, verses 7 to 10. Have nothing to do with irreverent, silly myths. Rather, train yourself for godliness. For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance, for to this end we toil and strive because we have our hope set on the living God, who is the Savior of all people, especially of those who believe. So, of course, you need physical training. We need to stay physically nourished, but we also need that spiritual training, that spiritual godliness, that spiritual nourishment that comes from prayer. At the end of the devotional, Chambers goes on to say, prayer changes me and then I change things. This devotional about the purpose of prayer has relevance to all aspects of our lives, but I specifically want to bring it into the aspect of our financial lives and our financial choices, because if prayer changes me and then I change things, I believe that 
when we pray that we are getting our hearts and our minds aligned with God's heart and his mind and his plans. And when we do that well, and then we are strengthened and nourished with that prayer. So we are strong. We are healthy. We are ready for what comes at us. It puts us in the best possible position to make wise choices that look a lot more like truth rather than the world. So as I close today, I would like to pose a question to you for consideration. Because you are presented with financial choices on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annual basis from small financial choices to much larger financial choices. And the Bible has well over 2,300 verses, stories, truths, perspectives around these financial choices. And here's my question. As you are presented with the opportunities and choices on a day-by-day basis, can you be at your best when you are underfed and undernourished? Well, we know the answer is no. We can't be at our best if we're underfed and undernourished, just like our physical selves. If we are underfed and undernourished, we can't provide physically and perform physically the way that we should because we're lacking the nutrients and the underpinnings and the strengthening that we need physically. The exact same concept applies to us spiritually that when we spend our time in prayer, that we nourish the Spirit of God in us, that we align our hearts and minds with Him, that prayer changes, it affects us, it guides us, directs us, and then we are in our best possible spiritual framework to then go and change things and align our financial choices with Him. So let me encourage you, every day, during the day, take time in prayer. Nourish the Spirit of God in you, and you will see financial benefits in clarity, unity, context. Now, this does not guarantee financial success in any way, but it does create a unique alignment with God, which then in turn gives you greater confidence in your financial choices. Thank you again for joining me today. It is always great to be with you. And thank you for taking some time with me. Please share this with a friend if you feel it would be a blessing. And if you're listening on one of the many podcast platforms, I would just ask that you please think about a five-star rating for Change for Your Dollar. That's a big help to me and those that we have the opportunity to share and minister to on a weekly basis. Thanks again. And look forward to next time. You've been listening to Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. Thank you for joining me for Change for Your Dollar, where we have real conversations exploring the burdens and blessings around money, faith, and life. For more tools and resources, please visit changeforyourdollar.com. I'm John Putnam. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to being with you again next time.